Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker, alongside the half-Asian sensation, Curtis Coe. Hello. And since you didn't like my intro last week, the married man with the glowing headset, <laughs> it's Daniel Clegg. I mean, that's not much better, but I'll take it anyway. Oh yeah, you won't take Great Shaman on the WoW server, but you'll take glowing headset. That's um, true. His yeah. headset does glow. Yes, I can it see it. It does. It's based on the sound. True. So yeah. if I say sound, it glows. It glows. That's cool, actually. Oh. I didn't pay attention to that. Do it again. Do it again. Hi. Hello. Guys, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> Learning new things here. A mm-hmm. um, couple announcements before we go in. We are now at Pod uh, Podcast Garden instead of Podbean. Because I can actually upload the podcast, uh, podcast Garden. So go there for all the previous episodes as well as future episodes from there on also we're working on getting interviews i have one of the stars of the video too many cooks we're gonna be getting an interview with her soon enough have you guys watched that video yet no the adult swim video of too many cooks it is didn't that just go up today it's been up for a while like it's pretty much like this nostalgic of satire of like 80s and 90s tv shows it's pretty amazing so I'd recommend checking that one okay. out. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, all right, first topic of the day. It's a pretty big one. BlizzCon actually just came out, or just happened, excuse me. They had they announced World, uh, the Warcraft movie. They talked about the final StarCraft II game, uh, more Hearthstone expansions, and finally they talked about Overwatch. So we'll, we'll talk into that a little bit. Guys, what was the biggest thing that happened at BlizzCon. We'll start with our Blizzard expert and Clegg. Yeah, our Blizzard fanboy. Yeah. Uh, and it's Overwatch for sure. It's the first new IP Blizzard has uh, delved into in, you know, almost two decades, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been floating on World of Warcraft for ten years. They, they've they had StarCraft going for, for two game series now. Diablo for three. Um, and Hearthstone is just an extension of Warcraft, and here's the storm was extension of all three of those. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they haven't done anything new with a new set of characters, a new IP in a very long time. Uh, and Overwatch is very different from what we've seen before. So that's definitely what everyone was most excited about. Curtis, what are you excited about? Um, I am also excited about Overwatch, but uh, I'm actually quite excited about the Warcraft movie as well. Um, mm-hmm. Everything, everything I've been seeing uh, has been pretty positive. The casting choices are good. Um, I specifically like the guy who they have as the lead for the human side, who plays the main character in Vikings. If you've never seen, seen yeah, that show, yeah, playing Lothar. Uh, it's an excellent show, uh, and he's going to nail it. He's so good in Vikings; he's going to be amazing in a Warcraft movie. Um, you know, I, I kind of feel like this could be, you know, and I'm kind of shooting at this could be the video game movie that we've all been waiting for, the one that does justice to the material, but not so much that it's. Uh, horrible, yeah. I guess is the word. It can be appreciated uh, by non-gamers as well. Yes, Prince exactly. of Persia was good. Prince of Persia was good, but it wasn't You're a liar. I know. I, I wanted great. to really like that movie, but there, there's just so much you couldn't dive into. Yeah, it was... Okay. It was odd. Yeah. I guess this is the best way I can explain it. And it's the same way with the Doom movie. The Doom movie Ugh. is okay. It's not great. I think it was okay if it wasn't named Doom. 
Exactly. And the issue that they ran in, they had a whole section where he's on, like, drugs or something, and he's in first-person mode. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting completely off topic. I I think the movie is excellent. I, for the first time, being a complete Blizzard disbeliever, for the most part, even though I play almost all their games, uh, (laughs) uh, I am excited to have Overwatch. Um, I think it looks really good. I think it looks really different from what's been put out by a lot of the AAA developers these days. And I'm yeah. hoping uh, if it does well, they'll be they'll think about doing more new IPs. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with Overwatch because the fact that it's been so long since they had an original IP. And it also comes just after they canceled Titan. And so we're thinking, okay, you just got rid of your one original IP in 20 years. What are you going to be doing now? And they just came out and said, alright, we have this game. Uh, I'm excited for Hearthstone. They have it's kind of an expansion, but what, they're just giving out new cards, and that's kind of really it. Um, unless I yeah, yeah, but in the game like Hearthstone, that is enormous. That is, I mean, it is an ex- expansion pack, right? Just like wow, yeah. new content is is new gameplay, and new cards in a collectible card game is new gameplay. And when they did the last adventure mode expansion, they introduced thirty cards, and it changed so much in the metagame. Like you saw totally new builds and totally new decks. With 120 new cards, it's going to be ridiculous. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing we know right now is going to be the same. And it's next month, you know? And that's yeah. really weird as well. They never announce a game and then release it within the same year, <laughs> let alone within the same, you know, one-month period. I so mean, that's a big step, too. It almost seemed like they downplayed a lot of Warlords of Drainers, considering it comes out soon. Like I in think, two days. Two yeah. days yeah. I, th- I think everybody who's going to buy it has already bought it at this point, yeah. pretty much. Or, you know, for the most part. Well, you can't do something like announce the next WoW expansion when you're talking about a new IP. It's just going to mm-hmm. get overshadowed by that. Yeah. The, the Overwatch response was so enormous that it would have been a mistake to announce um, an, an, another unannounced game yeah. like a WoW expansion. Well, we knew I, about the next StarCraft expansion, and we knew they were working on a Hearthstone expansion. I would actually argue that's not a horrible time to do it. It's, it's actually a great way to, in some ways, I don't want to say cover things up, but basically say, hey, we're working on these things in the background. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Overwatch is Titan, isn't it? It's just a scaled-back Titan? Is that, is that mm, what I don't the, think that was ever I confirmed. Think, yeah, I want to say... Know. Overwatch. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Well, let's let, let's just pretend for a moment that the people listening don't know what Overwatch is, right? I'm sure they do, but just yeah. in case they don't, which goes into basically... our next topic about Overwatch. What is Overwatch, Clegg? Uh It's it's Blizzard's take on a shooter, right? It's the first time they've entered the shooter ring, and it's basically the comparisons have been Team Fortress Two meets Unreal Tournament meets kind of like Portal elements. Um, those are the comparisons I've been hearing. I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot of gameplay footage, and everyone coming out of it is is making a lot of comparisons to Team Fortress 2, especially with the art style. Yeah, it's very uh, sort of comic booky, very artistic, almost like a like a Wind Waker art style. You know, cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say it's closer to Borderlands, actually. Yeah, yeah, they're they're saying Borderlands too. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the one thing that caught your eye about Overwatch? Uh, easily the amount of different types of characters. I mean, you have a gorilla with a jetpack fighting. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, you have you have the bad guy from Big Hero Six fighting the gorilla with a jetpack. I mean, 
That was a great what? movie, by the way. I never saw I it. Haven't Don't say it. anything. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's um, really good. Really good. I I did see another movie that I'm not going to talk about because it creeped me the heck out. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen Gone Girl, it's really creepy and probably don't want to see it with your significant other because yep. you may feel like they might want to kill you that night. Yeah. So mm. it's awesome. Anywho. But um, I think the one thing that caught my eye was the fact that I liked the art style and I thought the play mechanic was really cool. The fact that it's not just a simple shoot and jump, but like each character has an ability. It's it's almost like literally in the sense of it's a MOBA shooter. Like this is what mm. Smite should have been because Smite's That's a little it. bit more like a yeah. third person shooter. Yeah, this looks like make was like Smite yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is like mm. a MOBA like shooter where everybody has these special abilities. And I thought the gameplay trailer was really really cool just because you see like. One guy had the the archer has the reflective arrows. It's like okay, I have a mm-hmm. shield. Oh, reflective arrow, gonna fix everything. You have the robot that can actually turn into a chain gun. And like all these little elements that they had were just they were so unique and so well done. Though, Curtis, mm-hmm. I will say you're wrong. It is not their first time in the shooter realm. Let's not forget StarCraft Ghost. They did but work on it. Never released. But we never, never saw released. it. So I, it was never released, and it was also a stealth game. Still had shooting. It, I I don't think we can count. Yeah, that okay, because... but StarCraft Two has shooting too, and it's not a shooter. I I, I don't think we can make that argument yeah. because a it never came out. Like if Overwatch never comes out, we could totally make a comparison that Blizzard has some interesting ideas. They just never release anything original. Yeah, I mean, actually, the I mean, thing let's, that let's be clear, that's already true. But, they already well, don't release original actually, game. Clegg and I were having a really interesting conversation about this. I think it was was it right after BlizzCon, I think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we were basically saying Blizzard does not innovate, they just polish to a point where like it, to the point where it almost feels like a a new gameplay feature almost. Exactly. Like I mean, you had EverQuest that came out which dominated the MMO market for years and then they come out with World of Warcraft, they polish it up and it it's like the MMO for like the past ten years, and it, it looks like they can go on for like another five or at least three. You have Heroes of Storm coming out, which they're changing up the MOBA elements, which is really cool, and Diablo, which is like the whole hack and slash element. So you're, I completely agree. The action dungeon crawler game. Yeah. It's, yes. So I completely agree, and especially like Overwatch looks like an advanced version of Team Fortress Two with a little bit of Unreal Tournament elements, which I can always appreciate. Right. But yeah. It's, they each have abilities. I mean, like, Team Fortress 2 had some of those abilities, like the scout could double jump and the pyro couldn't catch on fire, but these guys actually have, like, legit abilities, like the tracer going of, back in time and stuff. A lot of mobility um, yeah. uh, traits to them as well. Like, like, someone has a grappling hook, someone can can blink, like you were saying. Yeah. The, uh, blink, uh, I, I don't have memorized their, their names yet, but the giant robot dude with the hammer and the shield. Yeah, he can do. He got like a charge, charging yeah. thing where he pins you against the wall. The the monkey has a giant leap attack. They've all got some kind of crazy mobility skill. It has yeah. a cooldown, of course, but it, it really adds a lot of uh, movement to the yeah. fight, which is kind of what Unreal Tournament did with the teleporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a big yeah. Part of the and then one thing that Unreal Tournament also did very well is they did like things like wall jumps, and it was kind of the beginning. I don't want to say this because I'm not 100% sure because I think Quake might have done it before it. Um, but like it had the very parkour elements in, in the game where you would jump off walls while shooting at things yeah. and such like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I and, like and that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You first. Go ahead. Uh, they said that there's no team deathmatch. Mm-hmm. 
battle type, which I like. It's all objective-based. So it's not just you go off into your own little corner of the map and get headshots and feel good about yourself. You have to contribute to your team by capturing objectives or moving supplies or delivering the bomb or capture the flag or whatever it is. It's not six people, six individual people on a team, and one of you ends up killing more than the other. It's about how do you work together. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. that's that's really nice that they're stressing that. That's yeah. what I love more. I, I love more of the the capture the flag team um, instead of like team deathmatch and stuff. Like you guys, mm-hmm. we've played. You guys played with me for years. Like you know that I'm much. Mm-hmm. I love the objective based. And I like. I've noticed this now with Titanfall coming out and Call of Duty. Titanfall's w- already out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, excuse, well, Titanfall already came out. Excuse me. I mean, yeah. Titanfall came out. Uh, I meant to say Call of Duty Events Warfare. Came, just came out. out as well. You're seeing a lot of more fast, pay, uh, faster-paced multiplayer. Which, by the way, you guys know I hate Call of Duty. I might get Advanced Warfare. Just it looks pretty cool. It I'm does not gonna look lie. Cool. It does look pretty neat. It's for those uh, of you who don't know me or didn't see um, Curtis and I's panel at Tampa Bay Comic Con. I'm not a fan of Call of Duty. I was a fan of the first few, but I hate them just after that just because they were all the same. But now that they changed everything up, it's like, okay, this looks unique. But um, mm-hmm. going back to what I was saying, do you think that we're going back to the Twitch shooter era? No, uh-huh. I don't think, at least not with Overwatch, because uh-huh. Blizzard is all about um, easy to learn a game, difficult to master a game. So... I don't think they'd introduce a feature that requires that sort of finger play. You know, that the majority of their audience, in my opinion, is over... A large part of them are over 30 now, because they started with WoW back when they were 20, now they're 30 and have kids or whatever. I don't think you can tailor your your game exclusively to the teen and young 20 audience, which is what Twitch gameplay does. I disagree with you completely on the reasons... um... And actually, I do feel like Overwatch is a highly Twitch shooter game because you have wall running. There's the archer guy who runs up steps. There's the person who teleports backwards. That's all about Twitch reactions. I see something I should have do- or done differently or I need to get back. That's immediately a Twitch reaction. Same way when we play League, you have that Twitch reaction to Luxalty at X specific time. It's that Twitch reaction where you're like, I have to get something done very, very quickly. Same reason why Team Fortress, I think, is in many ways a Twitch shooter. Um, However, I don't think it's coming back for a couple reasons. One, Clegg is correct. It's not very accessible. It takes a long time to get your reactions up. Um, For those of you that played Unreal Tournament 2000, any of the Unreal Tournaments back in the day, try to pick one of those games up again. See how well you do. You're going to do really poorly because you've lost all those reflexes and you're much slower. That being said, you know, those games were, in my opinion, much faster paced than some of the current gen systems are. But um, I I don't see it coming back because I don't see anybody saying, besides us saying, where's the Twitch shooters? Where's the Twitch shooters? Yeah. All right. Um, Of course, we could probably talk about Overwatch. Did we ever get a release date yet? Mm-mm. Although they did say beta, not yeah. alpha. Beta I, I applied for that, but I think it's... January, I think? Yes, yeah. so did I. No, there's oh. a beta application I need to do Yeah, that. there is. Did you okay. guys see the, uh, the not the gameplay trailer, the release trailer for yes. it? The Pixar movie-esque yes. trailer. It looks really, <laughs> really yeah. well done. Their movie department is fantastic. And they've said that they're going to be delivering the story for this game 
outside of the game proper. The game is going to be about mm-hmm. playing the multiplayer aspects. It's not really going to have a single player, they've, they've said at least. Mm-hmm. But the story is going to be delivered outside of the game. And after seeing that trailer, which basically looked like a 5-10 to 10 minute Pixar movie, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be getting little episodic movie trailers that tell the story of our characters. All right. Mm-hmm. Which character stood out to you guys the most? Or that you would well, probably play as? They were really pushing Tracer. Uh, for yeah, sure, very she's very prominent. Cool. But I want to know more about um, the monkey, yeah, the giant monkey. Yeah. Was fun, and why he has like glasses? Is he like some <laughs> kind of scientist gone awry with his experiments or something? Now he's a giant monkey. I don't, I don't know. And, Caesar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, something like that. I see what you did there. And um, you're welcome, internet. The uh, <laughs> the the robot dude who turns into a turret. Because yeah. what they did tell us about the history is that there was some kind of robot uprising which is why the Overwatch team was assembled. So why do they have a robot working for them? You know? Don't know yet. Well, yeah. And um, I have to do a lot of backstory development. The Reaper looked very interesting. Mm. Like, the fact yeah. that he's almost like this stealth character, and his, like, his, like, shoot 'em up style, like, crazy ultimate looked really cool. I mm-hmm. loved, um, let's see, Black Widow, or the, the Widowmaker, excuse me, mm-hmm. was Widowmaker, really cool yeah. just because, like, she has like this little bit of like an assault rifle, but she can go, you know, full range stealth if need be. Um, Hanzo was really cool, the archer. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was just a lot of cool people. Like there wasn't really like anybody that was like, okay, this is kind of stupid. Like even the healer like looked fun. Yeah, yeah. The she reminded me of Kale. Yeah, the yeah. giant Quite angel wings yeah. exactly. The air. Um, mm-hmm. the only one I was a little bit confused about was I forget his name, but he's like the Shaolin monk with all the orbs. Yeah, yeah, he and looks actually, very complex. And actually, uh, GameStop, or not GameStop, GameSpot right now has a bunch of videos on individual spotlights of each character right now. Oh, do they? Um, yes. And they were showing a little bit of what he can do, and he's definitely very controller. He has a lot of really odd moves that maybe don't make sense, but when you see them in play, you're like, okay, I kind of get where, where he's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. He's a support character. So, yeah. yeah, somewhat of a sport. Alright, so, with that, it's game time. Today's game is called Show Me Your Titles. I'm going to name you ten games, and you either have to tell me they're essentially what they could be the sequel of, fill in the blank, or their proper name. And by proper name, like, um, like Return of the King. The proper name would be Lord of the Rings 3, the Fellowship, uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring 3, The Two Towers 2, Return of the King. You'll see why I say that what? in just a second. Okay. okay. All right, so we're naming the, we're naming the franchise and the number of the game in the series, basically. Yes. Um, okay. So there, the final question will be worth two points. Everything else will be worth one. And in case of a tie, we shall go to time. So we will start off with Mr. Clegg. So Curtis, okay. if you may take off your headset. All right. My timer, our official timer here of that game show. Alright, are you ready? I'm ready. The time starts when I finish the first question. Body Count was known to masses as the unofficial sequel to what PlayStation 2 shooter? Oh, I don't, I never owned a PlayStation 2. Uh, uh, Hitman. Wrong. Uh, fill in the blank. Stubbs the zombie and. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. C- 
Conquer. Stealth the zombie. Oh, okay, that's a squirrel one. Yep. Um, fill in the blank. Excuse me. Oh, like the the bit after it? Yeah. Uh, uh, Whiskers Unleashed. Wrong. If you go by the storyline, what would Prince of Persia of the Forgotten Sands be? The first, second, or third? Oh, like chronologically? Yeah. Mm, three? Wrong. What would be the proper title right for there. Amplitude? The, the proper title for Amplitude? Uh, I, I don't know. Frequency I, I, 2. Okay. Fill in the blank. Metal arms. Blitzcrank has them. Wrong. Um, fill in the blank. The 1996 adventure game Titanic. I hit an iceberg. Wrong. Fill in the blank. Enslaved. Leia. Wrong. <laughs> Mega Man 64 is also known as what game? Mega Man 6? Wrong, Mega Man Legends. What is the proper title for Jedi Academy? Star Wars Jedi Academy? Wrong. All right, that was... That was interesting. Painful. That was that painful. Was painful. <laughs> All right, I'm not... I normally would tell Curtis your score, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to listen in because right. it doesn't really matter. All right, Curtis! You're good. Let's do this. What's going on? All right, really here we go. Clegg did really well. Clegg did oh. really well. Oh, so gonna... oh, you, you've got a lot of work ahead of you, all right? Okay. So the the game's called Show Me Your Titles, um, what is like essentially the sequel or fill in the blank, all right? <laughs> okay. Time starts when I finish the first question. Okay. Here we go. Body Count was known to most people as the unofficial sequel to what PlayStation 2 shooter? Black. Correct. Fill in the blank. Stubs the zombies in... I have no idea. Rebel Without a Pulse. Fill in the uh, blank. Conquer. Bad Fur Day? Wrong. Live and Reloaded. If you... Uh, Same game. <laughs> nope. Different game. There, there's no apostrophe T. Sorry. No apostrophe S. If you went chronological in chronological order, what would Prince of Persia of Forgotten Sands be? The first, second, or third? Third. Wrong. Fill in the blank. Metal arms. Glitch in a system. Correct. What would be the proper title for Amplitude? Amplitude Awesome Music? Wrong, but I like it. <laughs> Fill in the blank. The 1996 adventure game Titanic. Uh, I own that game, but I don't remember yeah. the last part. Titanic, the awesome adventure with guns and swords. Close. Adventure out of time. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Enslaved. Uh, lots of people. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Odyssey to the West. Mega Man oh, 64 fuck. was also known as what game? Mega Man 3D. Close. Mega Man Legends. What is the proper title of Jedi Academy? Star Wars. And that's it? Star Wars Jedi Academy. That's Wrong. What I the proper title of it is... Star Wars Dark Forces 4, Jedi Knight 3, Jedi Outcast 2, Jedi Academy. That's ridiculous. It is. But There's many no people would forget many people would forget the Dark Forces part. Alright. Curtis, you got one. Two. One. 
ah, Clay got nothing. I was trying. I was just I yanking your chain. Curtis you didn't get any of those? I got none of those. I Although feel like I, I still think some of my answers were better. But I didn't hear any of them. So I'd like to hear what were you, what were enslaved, Leia. <laughs> Um, what, what, what was the one you put down for... Metal Arm. Blitzcrank has them. Blitzcrank has Titanic them. Titanic and Iceberg Sankus. Conquer. These are the best, these are the best games. We need to actually make these games. Whiskers just... Unleashed. Whiskers Unleashed, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> the Titanic one is just like, you see a 2D Titanic, and there's just this iceberg coming towards it, and then they hit each other, and this is game over. Yep. There's actually nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, no, exactly. I, loved, I don't know if you guys remember it. There was a ABC used to run a cheap cinema theater like bumper, and it was just like these like second graders drew it for Titanic, and it was just like this giant boat and an iceberg. And you see a captain go, "Oh crap, iceberg!" And then all the people start falling in the water, and just one girl going, "I'm cold," and that's it. That's the entire bumper for Titanic. If you, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it's um, ABC's cheap cinema theater, and they oh, did gosh. it for Titanic. It was amazing. Huh. Yeah. Things you learn. That mm-hmm. game sucked. That's <sighs> so what I get for naming obscure titles. Yep. At least my yep. title the title of the game was fun. I mean The Black is such a obscure game that I barely remember it and somehow in the back of my head it's like there was a game called Black that you never played, and that sounds like an obscure game. Yeah. So I thought about naming obscure games like Obscure, and obscure. The aftermath. Super obscure. Anyway. Depth. All right. So let's move on to uh, another question. I have. We had Assassin's Creed Unity just came out. It's what the sixth edition of. I think it's higher than that. It's isn't it? six, seven. I, I lost track after three because they, they after that they stopped numerizing Assassin's Creed games. They, they, they I have, think it's like maybe the eighth or ninth. It's, no, because Black yeah. Flag was only number four. Yeah, yeah but, but the only ones made, that were like, numbered. There were yeah. like four in between the ones that were numbered and the ones that weren't numbered. They had, like, I think. Brotherhood okay. and a few others. Okay, there, had... there. Oh my god, that's all. No, you're right. Games. Unity is number seven. Unity is number no. seven. No, never mind. I think well, there's more than that. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. There are more. <laughs> Really? I, I, I can't tell exactly how many of those games there are. Some of them are like iOS games, I think. That, um, so they're not console releases, yeah. you know, or PC releases. But either so way, it, it, had, it's pretty high in there. Yeah. We had Unity that just came out, and it's getting mixed reviews. Advanced Warfare just came out. Mind you, some of them are a little bit more positive, but most Call of Duty games have been getting a 9. I've been seeing them getting like 8s, and I think one had a high 7. Just for reference, it's the twelfth game. It's the twelfth game. Series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. At what point do you stop making a franchise? I'll start off with Curtis. The be- the best thing I can say to this is when you stop having good ideas, you should stop making the video games because then you're just ruining the reputation of your game. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. I mean, honestly, if you make a crap game, people are going to remember that cruddy game more than they're going to remember the good ones before it. You continue mm-hmm. to make junk, they're going to, you're continuing to tarnish the good name that you had pre- previously. Yeah. Right. you got to keep doing new and better things, right? The Let's talk about the king of rehashing content. Hi, Nintendo. So, when they make a new <laughs> Mario game... <laughs> 
they have a tendency to, you know, they'll reuse the same characters, the same universe, the same areas even, but they'll have them doing different things. And you may argue that's maybe not enough to keep a franchise going, but they've got a handful of the most recognizable, iconic video game characters in the world. They got Mario, they got Link, they got Peach, they got Bowser, they got all these characters that you've played a billion games in. And they're always doing different things. They're playing sports, or they're fighting each other in like Smash, or they're playing golf, or they're doing medicine with Dr. Mario. They're, they're always doing different gameplay types, right? So it's all about the gameplay being varied. You know? Don't mm-hmm. talk to us about playing medicine, because Curtis and I are still peeved about Trauma Center. Oh my god, that game is hard. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> with Dr. Doc. Oh. So we'll we'll sidebar that in just a second. Yeah. But yeah, I I do agree that Nintendo like does a lot of rehashing. But like I can't really we can't really yell at like Link or any of the Legend of Zelda's because they come out so far in between. It's like okay, we can actually like kind of enjoy this Mario. It seems like they're literally like they've remade like the fir- like they remade like some of their games like numerous times with like new 3D graphics. Um... I think if they did something like Galaxy or like even the new Super Mario World, which was new and different, like I won't. It's it it has come to the point where it's like, okay, come on now, let's think of like something past Galaxy. Let's not get a Galaxy mm-hmm. three. Let's not get a new Super Mario World three or whatever. Let's get something new mm-hmm. and different. Every time I hear an Assassin's Creed game, I'm just like, either it's me just getting old and seeing it, like, come on, come on. It, we we've I think heard that's, this. That's part of it for sure. But mm-hmm. like a new it, Call of Duty game, getting it, it's we already know. Like it comes out every year. It's like this shouldn't be happening. It's like the quality will go down. Granted, I will say but, Assassin's Creed Defense. They do mm-hmm. have new settings and they do look very cool. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you say we need to stop this and go start something new? Well, uh, you know, on the point you're making about Call of Duty, one thing that Activision does very, very well that I don't think Ubisoft does very well is they have separate teams working on separate games. Yeah. So what's cool about that is a lot of times they develop independently of each other, meaning that you get a very different take, like Advanced Warfare, for instance, um, was very different from the last game they put out. Um, and, I mean, you kind of see some of the same stuff with Assassin's Creed, uh, but... You know, it kind of makes me wonder. They've been putting out literally one of these games every year since 2008, I believe. No, since 2009, where they did Assassin's Creed 2, then it was Brotherhood, Revelations 3, 4, and then now Unity, or Rogue, depending on which system you have, I think. Um, I mean, at, at what point is it just... You know, is it just you're just spitting out the same thing because you need that next generation of game? Yeah. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and say okay. the word generations is important, right? Because when you have an established franchise with iconic characters that can last 20, 30, 40 years or longer, then you are literally playing the generation game where mm-hmm. you introduce this character to players when they were you know, in their teens or even maybe when they were younger, 20 years later, they're adults and they have mm-hmm. kids of their own. Maybe you can target those same characters doing something else maybe, but those same characters towards the next generation of gamers, the kids of the players you originally targeted. So maybe Mario's doing something else now. 
but yeah. he's such an icon- iconic character, he's lasted the test of time. You can continue to reuse him, and your new players have not experienced the games you put out ten years ago. This mm-hmm. is all new to them. So as long as you can keep the older gamers at least you know partially interested, I think there's something to be said of playing the generation game and just dealing with a younger audience and new players who haven't ex- mm-hmm. who haven't seen what you've done before. Now I want to throw this little kink in because you know we've played League of Legends for years now. Team Fortress Two's been out for a very long time. Counter Strike's also been out for a very mm-hmm. long time. Um, I'm trying to think of other shooters that like or other games that. Have pl- have been out there for a while. At what point um, do you stop? World of make- Warcraft. Just I mean, World, World of Warcraft, Warcraft also for- makes. Oh, actually, yeah. Let's throw in World of it's Warcraft been out on for, this for ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Let's throw that mm-hmm. in there. At what point do you say, okay, we've had our run? It's they're not making sequels. Granted, WoW's making expansions, and League of Legends is just like revamping their entire map. At what point do you say we need to? move on to another game or we just need to do something different is it like a time span or is it just like okay we kind of just lost a good chunk of our following it's time to move on it's when the developer loses the passion for the game and probably even more importantly when the players stop paying for it when they're stop when they're no longer interested in it you know it's a it's a market Response: If players aren't playing your game anymore, you're not going to be able to support development of it, so that it's just going to stop naturally. Yeah. But from a more uh, highbrow view, it's when the developers are no longer passionate about the game; they don't care as much as they used to, and the quality of work is going to suffer for it. Exactly. Or they, or in t- case of story-driven games, they just don't have a good story to tell. Yeah. I mean, would you rather have? A uh, perfect example is, frankly, it's going to be Mass Effect, and I hate to use this example, but um, you know they're gonna put out more Mass Effect games. Do I think they have story there? I'm, I, they kind of tied everything up. I mean, yeah. that's the point of having another Mass Effect game when you had your trilogy and you told mm-hmm. a good story. Do you really want to put that extra game out and maybe be like nobody likes it, and then suddenly you know people were already rocky because of Mass Effect Three? Do you really want to start pushing yeah. buttons because you want to yeah. put out another Mass Effect? Game? And you also like mm-hmm. um. Like, I love the Prince of Persia, Sands of Time uh, trilogy, and they put out Forgotten Sands. Granted, I haven't played that yet. I'm almost afraid to, just because of the fact of, like, I feel like this could be forced. I feel like this could be like, oh, let's try to capitalize mm-hmm. on Sands of Time one more time. But, I, I don't know. Like, first off, I want to give Clegg a highbrow answer of... Hmm, going to raise the eyebrows. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's a highbrow answer. See, eyebrows are high. Therefore, highbrow high answer. Brow. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it's it's definitely it's a very not a touchy subject, but it's one that makes you think a little bit. And I mean, we don't know how many more Assassin's Creed games we're going to get out of Ubisoft. We don't know how many Call of Duty games we're going to get out of Activision. But it almost like makes you wonder: at what point do you say, okay, enough's enough? Like we're on Assassin's Creed ten. 12. Joinification. I don't know. <laughs> and like they'll eventually just make up words like, oh, what's he doing? He's in modern day America. But modern, modern day Mars. I, I think there's totally more places they could go. It's just, and to be frank, I mean, Assassin's Creed 3, from what we've heard, was okay, but not amazing. Black Flag was great, from what we heard. And mm-hmm. then now this one is kind of eh. 
from what we've heard. So, I mean, if they keep on making that, like, one mistake, one good one, they're going to be going on a Windows track. Yeah. Where that one good one and then you put out the apology game for a second it's like yeah, windows, windows like where's he going with this oh okay <laughs> and you put out windows 8 yeah, and then you're like oh this was so bad we're gonna skip 9 and go straight to 10 right oh my gosh that's funny anyway. though I remember Clegg was so excited about I was and I was disappointed well, you get a free, uh, you get like a cheap upgrade to Windows 10. Yeah, oh, good. Because you oh, have goody. Windows 8. <laughs> Windows 10 looks okay. Yeah, we'll see. It's the Apology Edition. The Apology right. Edition. Yeah. Oh man. But I want to go do a little sidebar with why Curtis and I are a little bit traumatized. We were playing. Curtis came over a little while ago, and Perfect. yeah, and so we played Trauma Center: New Blood. And it was a game that we've been trying to beat for a couple of years now, like whenever he comes by, uh, because we live in two separate towns. Like, we will play whenever one of us comes over. And we, we eventually just reached a part where they go into, like, this cave, and this dog assists them in an operation. <laughs> and it's so like, stupid. if you've ever played Trauma Center, Trauma Center is fun, but by God, the story, the voice acting are awful it's like the dog helps you it's like all right i need the scalpel thanks dr dog you get a treat for that one literally like i i kid you not they're like here's this dog we give you a dog because you came to our country oh we shot your dog you have to operate on your dog and then so you operate the dog and you're like oh the dog's instantly better even though you just like to slice them up removed fucking bullets from their part of my language uh, their bullets from bullets from their heart and now the dog is totally just walking around 10 seconds later like it nothing happened it's 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 no here's what's the even dumber part and I, I think you were there. I might have. I did like one episode without you, um, where they get locked in a sewage drain. Yeah. I was and they that. go, "Should we lock it? Nah. I got this toy at the toy store, so this will be fun." And they literally sewage grate, toy lock, and that's what they do. And they just walk away. It's, it's like, a puzzle. It's, it's a, a puzzle. puzzle. They use a puzzle. It's like. I keep thinking back to Watchmen with Ozzy Mendez. Like, do you think I'm just some comic book villain? I did this 30 minutes ago. It's like, do you think I'm just some comic book villain? I made it to where you are going to die in this sewer grate. Not do this stupid toy. Oh, wow, it was just... So, it's it's fair, an aneurysm. A lot of fun. It I is fun. It is but fun, but... That game is a lot of fun. You would enjoy that. You yeah. would. Okay. Well, next time we're there's together. There's no horror. Okay. Like, no, there's no horror aspect. But okay. by God, you will rage. Oh, no, it sounds pretty horrible. It is. Ah. You what? will rage. All right. I made, I made a bad joke. Never mind. Oh, okay. okay, I got you. I heard. I, I heard whore something. So horrible. Okay. Ah. So final topic. IGN released its top ten best bosses and is apparently voted on by the readers. Here's what they have, and I tell me if you agree and who got snubbed. Number ten, Master Hand. Number nine. Mm, smash. Nemesis. Yep, smash, yep, yep. Nemesis is from Metroid? Um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, okay. okay. Number eight, Sephiroth. Okay. Oh, Number yeah. n- seven, yeah. Dark Link. Oh, okay. That, it, um, that one's interesting. Number six, The Big Daddy. Mm. 
Yeah, from Bioshock. Yeah. From Bioshock. Okay. That's a, yeah. I don't really consider. I'm glad them you guys bosses, know these though. games. Uh, number five, Gladys. That's Gladys, yeah. Boss, yeah. That's because these are mainstream, Jace. If if Murph was here right now, Murph would be seething. Okay. All the mainstream AAA titles. Yeah. So we miss you, Murph. He's off doing bigger and better things right now. He's off doing people. other things right yeah. now. Uh, number four, Darth Vader. Number three, uh, from which game? Awesome. They said the the Star Wars series, but like that was things like I'm trying to That's think of like at what point do you force unleash? Force unleash you? I think you fight Darth Vader. Okay, well, I still haven't played those. Because you're I, as I need a to play you're those. as apprentice. Okay. Number three, oh, right. I don't okay. know the why they say it when they can literally just say one word. They say King Koopa, ba- or no, King Bowser Koopa, instead Bowser, of just yeah. Bowser. Bowser. That's his proper title, Chase. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, number two, Joker. Uh, take That's a guess at number one. The Batman. Arkham games? Yeah, the okay. Arkham games. Yeah. Okay. Guess number, number one. Best villain. We the talked Lich about the game. game. No, that's would have been Illidan, maybe. No, no we talked about uh, him, or, or we talked about his series just a little while ago. Talked about his series earlier. Um, Five seconds. Four, we talked about his conquer. Song. No, not the giant poo. Oh, that was so good. All right, <laughs> uh, Curtis, you got a guess? No. Clegg? Um, I mean, I put something from Dark Souls in there personally, right. but we didn't talk about that, yeah. so that can't well, be Well, hold on. What about what about uh, Doctor Robotnik? No, he's not on there. Oh, oh well. All right, from Sonic. Answer. Yeah, he's. A, I think he's an iconic boss, but he is. I wouldn't put him in the top ten. All right. Uh, the mean... answer number one is Ganondorf from Zelda. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, from Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah for okay. sure. That, I see that tie up there. I yeah. see that. They have also hmm. the least Should top ten, but these are all like the the least top ten. Yeah. What? Oh, the the worst basically. All yeah. The... These are all pretty bad. Like Jason Voorhees from the NES version of Friday the Thirteenth. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Sturm from the the Advanced War series. Uh, a Bobo hmm. from Double Dragon. It's like a, oh Slash from Guitar Hero. I don't know why you you put him on there, I but don't know. um. Who do you think got snubbed? Who do you think got ranked a little bit lower than the rest? I think Gladys uh, I, was a little bit lower than I would have been. Yeah, I put Master Hand a little higher in there too. Um, he was rushed, uh, rough for me back in Smash. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty Maybe. rough. I think um, yeah, certain, certain, against certain characters, he was easy. But when like you try to do like the complete run, there's a <laughs> lot of champions. You're like, good lord, this is difficult. If I remember yeah. correctly, Yoshi was particularly difficult with yeah. Master Hand and Jigglypuff. Mm. Yeah, I was, oh, was going to say Jigglypuff. Yeah. How the hell do you do that? Yeah. Oh. Jigglypuff. I hate Jigglypuff in those games. Any I other? Uh, any bosses get snubbed? I mean, I I'm missing Seath from uh, Dark Souls. Oh, the you scaleless dragon, Curtis. I'm just shaking my oh, head. I'm just nodding my head. Your arch nemesis from I, I, that guy put me off that game. For three I, months. I I disagree I, with you. I think Ornstein and Smo are the like. Characters that you just don't want to fight ever again. Mm. You had an easier time with Orange. Uh, yeah, I, I had, had, I had a, them, but I, I had a heck of a hard. I'm sorry, yeah. like they did. Granted, I'm about to go up against him right now in Borderlands, but like Handsome Jack all the way through was just so Uh-oh. cool. The fact that yeah. he wasn't—he's on the cover of—he's on, on the cover of the link to that article, and he's not even on that top ten. It's like I mean. 
I, I think I'd put him up there over Master Hand, personally. I mean, I... I'd put him over Nemesis. Granted, Nemesis is iconic, but so is Dr. Robotnik, and you don't see him on that list. Yeah, but and Doctor it hasn't been a good Sonic game in a long yes. time. Yeah, and I think that's the issue is Doctor Robotnik would be remembered much more fondly if there wasn't so many garbage games that he was a part of. Um, yeah. You know what's the name of the bad guy from Donkey Kong? The 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 King Rule. Yeah, he's another one that I find oh. very iconic. Yeah, with with the crown and everything, and then um, he'd be a good one. I'm trying to think. I mean, we could technically say Wario's a bit of a villain, isn't he? Um, Wario, he's more of like an anti-hero, I think. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, I, I would put him in that category. Um, I actually have another one. Ridley, that... I think would be. Oh uh, uh, yeah, from Ridley from, from, uh, from uh, Metroid. Mm -hmm. Rid mm -hmm. I think he was um, good. I would say also Gary Oak from Pokemon. Personally, that's true. A... Oh yeah, sure. I mean, well, I mean. He's he's not really a villain. He's just kind of he's a your, he's just a yeah, dick. but he's your rival. He's your antagonist throughout the game. I but well, yeah, but so is you know Team Rocket, and I put them in in the the more uh, yeah, role. it's true. Team Rocket's pretty iconic as well. Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking about best bosses, though, yeah, not iconic. All bosses. right, so audible topic: the one of the more dip, most difficult bosses you have ever faced in the history of games. <laughs> Well, I think I already gave mine I away. I think you already gave you your answer. <laughs> but would you care to elaborate with us? It's this, it's this giant white dragon who has no scales, and he has tentacles for legs, and he moves towards you like a slug, which doesn't sound very intimidating at all, but he turns the entire room into ice crystals, and like, oh, and what's that, that stupid curse mechanic, Curtis? Yep. Just yep. Cuts you, you close to him, and he turns you into stone. It was so obnoxious, and the gauntlet to get to him in the first place. This is Dark Souls one, by the way. The gauntlet to get to him was annoying because it was like you had to walk along a path that you could not see. So you were in a giant chasm, and you memorized the path eventually. But there was an invisible walkway. Yep. So the first time you went there, you know you were scared of because you were looking down, and there were you know magical butterflies, which don't sound terrifying, but they will kill you. Magical you butterflies. <laughs> Walking down yeah, in an invisible path, them, though. Why were you fighting the butterflies? I wasn't, but I was looking okay. at seeing okay, them. And okay. If I fall, which is already bad, I would then have to fight them, which is also bad. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. Oh, it, that one was a lot less hard for me. But I, you quit the game, like literally for, for three months. months. <laughs> that you would stuff. not touch this game. You like, I remember the text message. You texted me. You're like, f this game. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then only with like Dark Souls 2 was announced, you're like, but gradually you're like, okay, let's go beat it. Yep. Curtis, who's your, uh, um, one of your big boss moments? Gosh, okay. If you got gonna... more, feel free to spout them. Yeah, um, are we talking about like hardest bosses, or are we talking about like the ones I remember fighting? the most. Let's go with, like, the most difficult where, like, you pretty much broke a sweat while playing it. Uh, okay. A, a good friend of mine, just so we don't stay on the same game here, a good friend of mine, uh, actually, of, of the shows, uh, and I used to play Borderlands 1 all the time. Like, just all the time we'd get bored and we'd get on Borderlands. And there was a boss on one of the expansions called Terramorphus. Or, no, it wasn't Terramorphus, it was Cromorax, excuse me. Right, yeah, oh, yes! Yeah. And he and I used to bash our head against the wall 
for like an hour trying to get this guy down. And finally, through sheer perseverance and stupidity, we ended up farming this guy. Like, not even like a little bit. Like, literally, we killed him must have been 50, 60 times. And we would bring other people in there with us just to, you know... It was a lot of fun. I still remember it being one of those ones where it was always, though, we could, several times we would get in there, we'd fight, it would be an, like 20 minutes later, and we'd mess up our rotation, and we'd die instantly. And then mm-hmm. we'd both be like kind of pissed at each other for the rest of the <laughs> run. But, you know, it's it, it, it was one of my favorite moments, I think, in gaming overall. Clegg, I'm surprised mm-hmm. you didn't name any World of Warcraft moments, considering... Well, like... that, that's where I'm going next. The, um, All right. The, the raid boss, for me, oh, yeah. that was most iconic, I think, would be Ragnaros. The the new one from Firelands. It was very taxing mechanically, and we only had ten people. We, we were doing ten-man raiding, and, and I played a healer. And it was just incredibly difficult. The final phase of the fight, which took us months to get to, he starts summoning these giant fireball uh, boulder things that roll around the uh, the room, trying and they chase players. They look like giant meatballs uh, lit on fire. And if they if they reach you, they knock you and anyone near you off the platform, and you die. And he summons more and more of these the longer you're in the final phase. So eventually there are like five or six of these giant meatballs that you have to dodge because they're chasing Billy who's running across you and you have to shoot the boss and heal Jimmy over there at the same time he fireball chasing him. So it was like this crazy maze that was constantly shifting. Uh, and that, that some good nerd moments, good nerd screams when we finally downed him. Yeah. Which took like six, six months for us, you know. Yeah, Not I a got, crazy hard progression guild. I got another one. Killing floor final boss. The first. That's what time, I was gonna say next. The first, God. the first time we saw that boss, mm-hmm. we, I I distinctly remember the first time we got to that boss. The first time we got to that boss, and we were ready to kill it this time. We were on this bridge in a map called Farm, and we I were like, "Here's what we're going to do. We're gonna put all these pipe bombs underneath the bridge." And then when we see him, we'll jump off the bridge and run away. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the Patriarch was way smarter than we were and decided to shoot a missile at us and hit the pipe bombs, blowing up the person who put down the pipe bombs. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even know. We're like, oh, I think he's over. Oh, sh- he's dead. <laughs> he's like, our, our, our bomb guy is dead. And so instantly, the first thought of everybody is run away. Get her. So yeah. literally, two people... Everybody ran in opposite directions to the point where suddenly we realized we had no idea where everybody else was. And we were being hunted one by one by the Patriarch. And still to this day, uh, and actually they just came out with a new map recently, where two Patriarchs spawn. And that was also terrifying because we were like, oh, this is pretty Mm -hmm. easy, this is pretty easy. You get to the final part. You see the first one spawn. You're like, okay, first one. And then you see another one in a completely different area. You're like, wait, wait. There's two. Wait, there's two. Yeah, exactly. And so you start freaking. I love that. It was. It was. Oh god. I think my first interaction with him, we were on. I forget. Like, it's not Foundry, but it's like it's the level that like we always like hide in that one corridor with two doors. I'm literally just going back and forth, like nailing the doors. Oh, you're talking about close uh, quarters. Um. Um. Bio lab. Bio lab. Yes. With the staircases going up and down, and we're sitting on the middle landing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I remember, like, because you guys got into it before I did, um, because, like, my computer was down at the time, and 
I was just like, okay, hopefully we do the Let's go try to fight this guy. And you, you guys are like, ha, good luck. And I just turn the corner and I just see him and I go, oh, crap. And he just like blows me away with like one rock and like, well, there goes that. Well, that's life. I'm trying oh, to think of my, yep. my big moment. Um, I think fighting Sin in Final Fantasy X was one of the big ones. Um, fighting Smithy in Super Mario RPG because mm. it god good lord that fight took me forever like I had to spend so much money on pick me ups and it's like okay I bought 10 clearly 10 was not enough let me go back and buy 20 that was clearly not enough you know what <laughs> I'm just under leveled for this um what, like another Final Fantasy 10 boss I forget I forget their name but I was really pissed to find out that like I was literally like fighting for like 40 minutes and I would still lose I was like, what am I doing wrong? My friend goes, oh, just zombify them and then use Kiraga. And I end up winning that fight in five minutes. I'm like, I hate you so much. You, so much. <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw out just another one from Dark Souls, and it's not necessarily a boss, but it's one I always remember. It's the the uh, Black Knights that you encounter, especially early in the game. Mm-hmm. They are just stupid hard to kill in the beginning of the game. And, you know, more often than not, you're going to just die to them. And there's nothing you can do. But that moment where you get that that one moment where you get the up on them and you end up killing them, you just feel so, you know, dead. And, and they're properly bound so that you almost think you can yeah. take them the first time you fight yeah. them. You're like, I'm not doing no damage. So, you know, if I dodge perfectly for the next five minutes, this is totally... <laughs> possible right <laughs> and the worst part is there's always a tip on the ground that says try sneaking <laughs> try sneaking <laughs> and, well because what can happen is you can get behind them and you can backstab them right but the thing is the stealth mechanic in that game works the lighter the armor you're wearing the less sound you make so our Clegg and I always went heavy armor so we'd be like clank clank <laughs> clank Clank, and then you'd get like literally a foot away from this guy, and then he'd be like, "Oh, you're there!" And he hits you with your shield, so you're on the ground. And you're like, "What was that noise?" Don't <laughs> bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that and uh, I do fondly remember the uh, the last boss in Beyond Good and Evil being very, very interesting. Oh yeah, uh, fun. Did, what's but the latest on the second that game? One? Awesome. It is That's so really. Good. You would actually really like that game. Oh yeah. It's, is the second a, one still there? Is it still like they say it's coming? But it's 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 like uh, Beyond Good and Evil is a great platform game. If you haven't played it before, mm-hmm. it's excellent. Um, From the creators of Rayman, but it yeah. doesn't even look it. it. And it just has a really solid story. It's really interesting. It's very different. It, I, I would almost say it's kind of Star Fox esque. In some oh, ways, speaking of Andros from Star Andros. Fox, oh, so like good. what's what, like true Andros in Star Fox sixty four? Right, which yeah. that was the pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. That I, was a good I like that was one of those like I stopped playing because I, I I beat the first time like all right cool easy mode whatever, and then I I literally like, stepped away from it for like a good long time. I was like all right let's try this again because I was just bored and I I beat it. I was like oh my gosh because like what's worse is beating the new and improved Star Wolf, so you're already exhausted from that, and then yeah. you have to go into, like, the depths of hell, essentially, just to beat 
Oh, I'm I gotta pick that game up. I know that came out for 3DS, and I want to play that again. It's What's so it? much fun. Yeah, they have uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. Majora's Mask is coming out. Coming out. They also have. Um, do they do they do Wind Waker on 3DS? No, uh, no, that's on It was only for Wii. Yeah. Wii U. Um, and they also have Star Fox 64. The new Mario Kart apparently is on there as well. Mm-hmm. They they've been uh, Mario sixty four is also on the the 3ds. Oh, yeah. It has a lot they, of good stuff. They showed for a little bit of footage of a new Star Fox, a new Star Fox proper yeah. game that they're working on. I think it's Wii U. They said right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like for that to come out next year sometime. My one final boss because I just realized this and I, and I completely forgot. Um, fighting Sigma for the first time in Mega Man oh, X. In Mega Man. Yeah, oh, I hate that guy. Gosh, X three was awful just because of the fact that like you had to fight, you had to hit him in like one tiny spot, and it was just the biggest pain in the butt. So to, I feel like there's one I'm just completely blanking. I know. On. I'm. I feel like but I'm probably entire on. franchises from our childhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right now, like I always I mean, wanna, I played like, a lot of Spyro thing. back in the day. Spyro the Ooh, Dragon. That- Oh man, I did, I completely forgot about that game until you just mentioned it. But uh, I can't. I think the the last boss's name of the first game, which is the one I played the most, Rip his name's like no. Gnasty Gnork or something. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I just remember playing that game a lot. Spyro the Dragon. What about Ty the Tasmanian Tiger? That was an awful game. Oh, a fun <laughs> game. The first. It was one. fun, but it, but it was so flawed. Like, uh, did I ever tell you what happened when I tried to pick that game back up? No. Okay, so I, I own this game called Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, which was kind of... Who made that game? I don't know. Let, let's just say Midway, Nampo? just because it sounds no, like have, a Midway game. I have to, I have to know. Uh, it was Chrome Studios. I don't know. It was Electronic Arts. Was really? Yeah, it was, it was published by Electronic Arts, so that explains a lot. Excellent. Um, <laughs> It was kind of their answer to the whole Crash Bandicoot and the you know all those kind of games that were coming up at the time. It was okay. It was amusing at times because he was a Tasmanian tiger that would fight with boomerangs and you know he would talk in an Australian accent. Um, the issue with it is it was buggy. Like he would fall through floors. Uh, the one time I did something that I was supposed to do and I ended up you know dead. Like so, you bounce on this like uh, mushroom or something, and you bounce on it, and then you, your character instantly dies. And I was like, hmm. And the save points were not really there either, so that was yeah. another issue. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it had giant spiders, and that's what I hated. Everything has giant spiders. Not everything. everything. Mega Man doesn't. Dragon have giant Age spiders. has giant spiders. Yep. Not playing it. So, all right, that is it for our show today, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Um, make sure you hit like, subscribe. Also, subscribe to our feed on Podcast Garden as well. Leave a comment down below and ask us a question. Maybe we might answer it. Um, other than that, for Curtis and Daniel, I am Chase. Thank you guys very much for watching. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.